before this episode even starts, um, I do want to apologize about the audio quality that you will get throughout this episode. I am trying out a new mic, and you know what? It's not working <laughs> that well. So I will be returning, but I did want to let you guys know prior so you guys aren't like, what is going on right now? But I hope you guys enjoy. Something about this weather is A, making me feel anxious, B, making me feel depressed, and C, making me feel absolutely more tired than I've actually been in my entire life. Um, <laughs> that was a great welcome. Uh, welcome back to Relatable or Debatable. I am the lovely host of this new podcast, Lauren Griffin. And today, we're going to be talking about our first. And no, I'm not going to go on a 45-minute story time of the time that I lost my virginity because I will be embarrassed and you will be cringing. Um, no, but I was kind of like feeling super nostalgic and I was going on Instagram reels because, you know, I don't have TikTok. Make fun of me as all as you would like to. Um, but I was on my Instagram reels and I saw this throwback about like Disney Channel's TTI, like the time I. And... Obviously, everyone thinks about, A, when Bella Thorne said that she was dyslexic, and B, when Nick Jonas, I don't know if Nick Jonas actually did a the time I, but if he did, it would probably be about his diabetes, and all collectively, at least for me and the people I've talked to, like, when we found out that Nick Jonas was, like, had diabetes, got diagnosed with diabetes, like, I remember everyone was freaking out thinking that he was going to die, um, that and, like, another, like, I was talking to someone about this at work, but when Tiger Woods and his ex-wife got divorced, like, in 2008, um, I remember I was so pissed at Tiger Woods. I didn't even know Tiger Woods. I never watched golf. Like, I was never an avid golf fan, but I remember I hated Tiger Woods. I was like, you dirty son of a gun. How dare you? Kind of, um, <laughs> that was kind of my, um thought process but as you can tell i'm really not doing well um i made the rookie mistake of reaching out to an ex just to, you know catch up feel the room um well here's the thing um he's not very good on his phone so i don't know if he's just not answering me or answering the text but it's fine i'm not gonna overthink it it's done it's over i am in my single girl era i am standing by that i i want to make 23 this is going off on a tangent already. Hi, I'm a mess. Um, when I turn 23, I really, really want to have like a single year. Is that possible? Nope. 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 Because I always seem to find myself getting involved in some sort of relationship, situationship, whatnot. So I'm telling you guys right now, and I want you to hold me to this. And like the day I turn 23 in like four months, please remind me and say, Lauren, this is your single girl era. Do what you want to do. Go travel. Go shopping. Go work. Join corporate America. Who knows? Anything but get into a relationship because that is the last thing I need right now. And I don't think I'm fully over my last one. Okay, let's let's not talk about that. Let's talk about something else. Um, our first. Um, yes, we are going to be talking about some of my first times or whatnot. Um, that was suggested to me by you guys, which is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Um, made my life a whole lot easier because now I don't have to go online and pretend that someone gave me these. People actually did. Um, but 
some of these questions are actually kind of funny. When I was going through my Instagram and seeing some of the feedback that I was getting, it was hilarious because a lot of them were my friends. So a lot of them already know some of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about. But if you don't, um, you are going to learn a lot about me and a lot about me growing up. Um, I, I, I mean, who wouldn't be excited from a random 22-year-old college student talking about some stories that she's been through? Because personally, that sounds very exciting for me. I don't know about anyone else. Um, but let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, one of the TTIs that I got was the time that I realized that they, either like a, any sort of friend group, weren't actually my friends. Um, I'm really trying to think. Uh, this has, it, probably back in high school, this really was shown to me. Um, there, I, I, I'll go into it. Uh, there was this time that a couple of my friends and I, in quotes, um, decided to skip school and go engage in some activities, we, whatever. So we do all that. I'm driving. I'm, I'm, I'm baby driver right now. And I'm driving everyone back to school. And long story short, the principal found out about all of this. And my school, you are not allowed to leave campus under any sort of circumstances. Like, you are required to stay on campus for lunch, which I think is ridiculous. But you are required to be on campus at all times. And if you aren't, then you need a note. Um, so obviously, homeboy that I dropped off didn't have a note. Um, he just walked in, high as a kite. It was noticeable. He got sent to the principal's office, and then all of our names got revealed. Um, and when that happened, I remember I knew I was getting called up to the office. I remember my friends, we weren't talking at the time, obviously, because we all just got in trouble. But my friends, like I heard from a birdie that they were sent to the office. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm next. Okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm crying in class. I'm having a breakdown. My Spanish teacher is being very, very nice to me. She's letting me hold the little stuffed animals that she has in her room. Like, she is really being the most supportive queen I could ask for in this time period. Um, so basically, I get a little slip that comes to the front of the classroom for me to go to the office. So I'm immediately shaking. I have anxiety. I'm freaking out. Um, I sit down in the principal's office and there is the principal, the vice principal, and two resource officers. So two police officers. And I immediately, I'm like broken, completely down. I am crying. My principal is handing me tissues because I'm crying so much. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm a good student. I would never do this, whatnot. And then the principal was like, okay, well, basically what I'm going to tell you what happened is you got snitched out. They gave me your name. They told me everything that you were doing. And we know, like, we know you were the driver. We know what happened. So I'm like, okay, he knows everything. So I'm just going to tell him my point of view, right? And you can, you know what? You can call me a snitch if you want. I, I don't care. But I tell the principal and the resource officers, everyone, I tell them everything that just went on. And they make me do like an official statement, um, an official statement that I had to write down. Um, and I got suspended for a day. Um, I had in-school suspension for a day. Um, and after that, that group of friends never talked to me. Um, you want to know what happened, though? They egged my car, not once, but twice. And 
poured milkshakes down the vents of my car um, when it was hot. Um, so imagine how that smells after a nice, loving, fun day at high school. I'm sure everyone can, you know, just picture that in their head and picture how happy you would be to see that. Um, but no, really, like these people who I actually thought were my friends were driving past me, like screaming at me, telling me like I ruined their lives forever. And that, I mean, that would take a toll on anyone, but a 17 year old girl, <laughs> like my life I felt like was over and high school. It's really like strict on friends. social, like to an extent by that, I mean, like people care a lot about friends and people care about who knows them and how they are seen like whatever you know what i'm talking about like your little perception i wanted to be miss everyone knows me i don't care how but everyone knows me i did a great job <laughs> i did a great job um on that part but i remember like i like would not go to school i refused to go to school like for a week after that and i was so just I was like, well, who am I going to talk to? Because they are my friend group. And now I do not have any friends. Um, so it sucked a lot. I I think I may have reconnected with one of them, like semi-recently. But obviously that's in the past. That is four, five, six years from, you know, ago. And um, we live and we learn. Um, so let me give you a little bit of advice. If you happen to still be in high school, I highly doubt it. Don't be stupid like I was. Um, because you will get caught and it's not going to be fun and you might lose your friend group like I did. Um, but that was one that I definitely thought was interesting because I think that there, like, I, I tell myself that there have been so many times in my life where I've, like, lost friend groups and, like, realized these friends weren't actually my friends. But, like, I really have had a pretty easy life <laughs> in that aspect. Like, I've had a pretty easy life all around. But especially in the friends aspect, like, I've never had trouble really with friends. Obviously, friends squabble, they fight, that's just relationships. But I've never had any experiences where I actually realized my group of friends were not actually my friends until that moment. And now, like, I'm very watchful because I'm like, I'm going to be careful who I get too close with because who knows when they can stab me in the back. But that was definitely a traumatizing moment in my life. I need a lot of therapy after that. And it shaped me into the person I am today. <laughs> um, the next one I got is the time that I remembered an embarrassing moment that's been a long time ago and it creeped me out out of nowhere. Um, any thought about my ex-boyfriends? <laughs> um, any memory I have with especially my ex-boyfriends from high school? Um, any sort of like how I thought I was going to marry them? Like planning a future? Like that's more of an embarrassing moment to me than an actual embarrassing moment happening to me, if that makes sense. Because when I think about like how I used to act and like how I was, especially in this relationship with my ex-boyfriend from high school, like it's embarrassing. And I should have done a huge reality check on myself because I did not need his energy. And it just was a train wreck. I mean, it was a high school relationship. So like what could you really imagine from that other than what you're already picturing? But it was really embarrassing. Um, if you're trying to think about like an embarrassing moment that I remember, um, I wouldn't say this really creeps me out. But one thing that's actually kind of funny is um, I remember when I was a kid, I was visiting my godmother in Oregon with my mom and my sister. And I remember I just 
learned the word primp, like to primp something up, um, which is, I, I really don't know what it means actually, but like, it's used to like, oh, like, oh, I'm feeling so primped up. Like I'm, maybe I'm not using this right. But anyhow, I was like nine years old, 10 years old. And we just went to the Vera Bradley store, the Vera Bradley store. And I just got a lunchbox. Like, I think I got a matching little pencil pouch. Like, I was fully stacked. And I'm walking out of the store. And I turn to my mom and my godmother. And I say, I feel like such a pimp right now. (laughs) I did not know what the word pimp meant. I got it confused with primp. Um, Common mistake. Uh, But my mom thought it was hilarious. My godmother also thought it was hilarious. And I was embarrassed. I was really embarrassed. I think I bitched a bit after that, if I'm going to be completely honest. But that was something that... Uh, again, didn't creep me out, but definitely something that I remembered that was kind of embarrassing, but also I was a child. <laughs> um, if we want to talk about more recent events, every day of my life, um, everything, something embarrassing happens to me every single day of my life, whether that means falling up the stairs to campus to saying something in front of a class that has no correlation to anything that was been talking about. I do embarrassing stuff a lot of the time. Um, and I do tend to get really anxious about it, but then again, I'm like, okay, who cares really? Like no one is going to like, let's say I fall up the stairs going to campus, which I've done many of many times. No one is going to remember that 20 minutes from now, unless I like broke my wrist. If there was a broken bone involved in a campus falling, like that's when people remember. But like, if you just like tripped up the stairs, like honey, everyone does that. So I don't know. I kind of just contradicted myself in a way. Um, but that was something definitely that I remembered that was funny. Um, but I do embarrassing stuff on the daily. So it's hard for me to kind of collect all of that into what's the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. And, you know, remembering that and stuff like that. I don't really don't like thinking of the past. This next one's going to be fun. Um, the first time I went to London. Um, so I like to say that 2023 is my travel girl era. I have been traveling a lot this year. I have done a trip to Jamaica, a trip to Seattle, a trip to London, and a trip to New York. I have another trip to New York planned for New Year's. Don't even ask me how excited I am for that because I am going to live it up partying in New York on New Year's Eve. That is going to be my peak, and I am so glad that's how I'm starting 2024. But when I went to London, I flew in at night I took a red eye um it was a eight and a half hour flight and I was exhausted I couldn't sleep the entire time I thought I had a seat next to me that was open uh nope a homeboy decides to be the last person aboard the plane and then proceeds to stare at pictures of himself for the entire eight and a half hour flight I wish I was kidding every single time I like minusculely glanced over at this man he's zooming in on pictures of his face and just staring at them. He's not sending them. He's not editing them. He's just staring. And I'm like, okay, me. <laughs> like, I do that. Um, but no, that was a really weird experience. But London was great. Um, I honestly didn't know what I was expecting when I went to London. I mean, obviously, like, I knew Big Ben, the London Eye, Red Buses. That's all I really knew. Um, it rained five out of the nine days that I was there. It's very rainy. It's very dreary. It's very chilly. I love it. Um, But a lot of people, I can understand why they don't like it because it is kind of obnoxious when you're trying to dress, when you're trying to look good. But anyhow, that's not important to London. What's important is what I did. Um, No, but really, 
I was with my ex-boyfriend, obviously, because he was from London, England. Yes, I dated an international boy. Isn't that exciting? Um, but yeah, no, uh, we went, we had a really good time. Um, it honestly led to us breaking up, believe it or not. Um, trip just felt, you know, very friendly, very camaraderie, uh, energy coming between the both of us. And then that's kind of when we decided to end things. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but the trip was really fun. Um, we did a lot of sightseeing. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about London. We didn't go clubbing. I wish we did. Um, we kind of just did what any tourist would do in London, which I know sounds boring, but <sighs> that's really the reality of it. And I don't know like how much I could talk about this without boring myself. Um, one thing I will say about London, though, is their McDonald's is so good. I had to go twice in one day because I loved it so much. And thank goodness for my ex-boyfriend for being so sweet and letting me, you know, keep going back. But they're McDonald's. So they had like a grilled chicken Caesar wrap. And like, first of all, when you think of McDonald's and you think of grilled chicken Caesar wrap, like you cannot even compose in your head what you think that might even look like. Um, it was the best thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. We were actually going on a train ride to the countryside of England, most beautiful part of like England itself. I honestly preferred the countryside over London itself. Like the city itself, I honestly preferred being out like in the serene countryside. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, listen, if I had a log cabin, like I would be completely serene. Being, no, well, here's my thing. Being in a log, cab log cabin with my friends, because I was about to say like, I would love to be alone, but like I wouldn't because I've been alone for five hours today and I'm bored and I'm literally trying to do everything in my power not to call someone because I'm trying not to call people as often. But London was very fun. Um, the McDonald's, that's really all <laughs> I could say about London, which is really depressing, but it's the only thing coming to my mind right now. Um, it was great. All around 10 out of 10, I would go back and I would 100% go get McDonald's and of course, see some sights. Um, but yeah, London was really fun. It was a really good trip. Um, the flight back, however, was a little aggravating. Um, I was sitting next to this woman. She was probably in her 30s. She, you know, she's from LA, owns yoga studios in London and LA. And I'm like, first of all, go off my dream. <laughs> but she was telling me how she goes and visits her sister's studio in London, you know, every six months. So we're talking about this and she starts like crying and I'm like, Oh God, I'm like, what did I just sign myself up for? Like, and then I remembered, okay, Lauren, the flight is like nine hours on the way back. Get yourself a drink and be ready to listen. So this lady, first of all, tells me her entire, not her entire like life story, but her tragic events that happened on this trip. Um, so we're talking and she tells me, you know, she's married two kids and she has been cheating on her husband with this guy that lives in London. And I was like, okay, so this is a messy, this is messy. And I'm not going to make any commentary about her herself or else there might be a flat, like a fight on this plane. But she, you know, she's crying and she's like, uh, I cheated on my husband. I'm like, oh, sister, it's okay. I was like, some mistakes happen. Just like, maybe let's work on yourself for a little bit. Like, I'm actually telling her this on the plane, by the way, like, I'm actually telling her, like, you need to work on yourself. You need to figure this ish out with your husband and yourself. Oh, and then she, you know, goes into more sob stories. But the best part of this is, is the boy that she was cheating on her husband with 
that was a hint, was 19 years old. So she was hooking up with a 19-year-old London boy while she had this entire family in California. And me and her, me and her honestly kicked it. I mean, we had a good time. We both ordered gin and tonics. We were both dr- drinking, laughing, crying. Um, but it was a very weird experience, definitely. Um, but I'm glad I kind of got stuck where I did because it kept me entertained for a good two hours, a nice two hour of, of the nine hour chunk. Yeah, no, it was, it was interesting. But again, like I said, it's nothing about London itself that I remember. It's the planes and the food. Um, but London was great. I'm hoping to continue my travel era into 2024. Hopefully, um, not looking good right now. My bank account's really getting low. Um, the first time I shit my pants. Um, thank you for suggesting this. Three weeks ago. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not. But the first time, probably when I was an infant, if we're going to be like logical here. But the most recent was three weeks ago, and it was on complete accident. And I'm embarrassed, and I'm shy, and I really didn't mean to. It was a situation where I, I was just mistaken. I was mistaken. That's all I'm going to say about that, because that's disgusting. Um, the time I got the sex talk, um, I don't think I ever got a proper sit down. This is how babies are made because the internet was accessible to children. Um, I was probably in third or fourth grade when I like figured out what sex was. Um, I like, I think kids at school were probably talking about it, whatnot, you know, you know how kids are and I don't. I was very confused because I knew certain aspects, but I didn't know all of it. So there, it was a little, there was a gray area in between like what actually happened. Cause I knew like, okay, P and V and then baby. Like, that's all I really knew. I didn't know any of the, the factors, the details. I didn't know any of that. Um, so I think I kind of discovered that through the internet. If I'm going to be completely honest, I don't think I ever had an actual sit down sex talk. My mom probably tried. I probably walked away. I already knew I already knew what she was going to talk to me about. But it was definitely an experience um not really. I mean, my my family and my family friends were very, you know, open with each other and stuff like that. So like we can talk about this without an issue. This isn't like awkward, embarrassing, whatnot. Like I can talk about these things with my family. So I think that's why my birds and the bees talk was not super like formal like honey let's sit down let's sit down we're gonna have a talk about the birds and the bees no no it was more like hey lauren do you know what this is yep all right cool noted don't get pregnant that's basically what my mom said to me um when i had my first kiss um so i was a sophomore in high school actually when i kissed someone for the first time i was 15 or 16 years old um I was actually at my family friend's house because my first kiss was with like one of my really, really good family friends. And we, it was kind of awkward. We were texting. We weren't Snapchatting. He didn't have Snapchat at the time. So we were texting, but sending each other pictures like back and forth. And I remember like we planned, like he was like, do you want to come over? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. With like, I don't know, maybe like a winky face, a smiley face. Like, I don't remember the details, but I remember I was going over and I was so nervous because I was like, this is going to happen today. Like we've been kind of texting. He's been telling me I'm cute, like whatnot. So I go over to his house and we go like upstairs to his room because he has like this huge room with like this projector screen and like these movie chairs, whatnot. So we, of course, you know, there's, you know, three beds on this, in this room. There's 
three chairs and we decide to sit on the floor. Um, so we're sitting on the floor and we're trying to decide like what to watch and Monster Monsters Inc. comes on, which is fine with me because I love that movie. Um, but it was just like really awkward. You, you like you can imagine like two 15 year olds like sitting here both knowing they want to kiss each other but don't know how to do it. Um, so I remember like he like kind of like held my hand like while we were sitting on the floor. So it was kind of like my hand was outreached. His hand was outreached situation. Really awkward. Um, but it, it honestly, it didn't even happen then it happened when, so my mom was like, all right, let's go. Like, you know, you don't drive. So I'm taking you home. So we stand up and he like gives me a hug and then like immediately just starts like macking on me, just Mac, full Mac, not even kiss full Mac. So I have like, I'm, I'm not going to get into details for my parents' sake, <laughs> but um, I remember afterwards I ended things with him. <laughs> I literally went home and I was like, I cannot do this. I'm scarred for life. And I ended things with him, but we're still really good friends. Um, So shout out, shout out to you. Um, Still a great friend of mine. I'm glad we, I could share that experience with you. <laughs> um, uh, Kind of going off of that is like the time I went on my first date. Um. I honestly think I went on my first date, I want to say Valentine's Day, with my high school boyfriend. Um, we went to go get sushi. And, like, sushi, here's my thing. Sushi's my favorite food. But for some reason, I was like, I'm just going to order a salad. I'm just going to order a side, side small salad. Like, Lauren, what? No. What are you doing ordering a salad at a sushi restaurant when there was so much rice, there was seaweed salad, there's hibachi. I mean, I don't know. There's so many things I can order. Of course, I get a salad. Um, that's like the first thing. That no, that's honestly the only thing I remember from my first date. Um, I do remember I ordered a salad. I do remember it was on Valentine's Day. It was my first Valentine's Day ever spending it with someone. So, I guess that's a little bit exciting. Um, but I do remember I ordered a salad. It was romantic. I mean, as much as it could be for two teenagers, and it was that i remember i was hungry after when i got home i was so mad at myself because honestly here's the thing i appreciate a free meal if someone is paying for my food i will eat all of it up it will be clean plate club times 100 because if someone is buying me food i don't take advantage of that anymore when i was younger i used to so like for say when my ex-boyfriend took me to the sushi restaurant and i decided to get a small side salad that probably cost three bucks no I should have gotten sushi. That is my one regret from that first date is that I didn't order something more extravagant and I wanted to be basic because I thought every girl ordered a salad on the first date. I hate the internet sometimes. Um, <laughs> um, the time that I first smoked Mary Jane, um, I was 14. I, you know, it was ratchet out of a water bottle. I, 14, 15, I had to be going into high school. Um, it was out of a water bottle, really, if I'm thinking about it now, really incredibly bad for our bodies. Um, because there's no, there was no water involved, so it was just, like, actual plastic and, like, the actual flour. Um, and I remember, like, my friend and I, like, maybe took a couple puffs. Uh, I remember my friend and I left after, like, we walked home, maybe, maybe we maybe someone picked us up. Those details are a little bit fuzzy, but I remember, like, my friend and I, like, we were certain that we were just on like Saturn like and here's my thing like a lot of times when people smoke weed for the first time they don't get high I don't know why that is ask a scientist I'm not one um but you don't actually feel the effects of the Mary Jane um when you're your first time doing it 
whatever. But I remember my friend and I were acting like idiots because, you know, we thought we were experiencing what we were supposed to be. And turns out we were just faking it um, subconsciously like a placebo. Um, but that's kind of my first experience with that. Definitely a fun one. My the my best friend who I did it with, like, I don't know. We always do fun stuff. Um, we always do fun stuff. So I knew, like, she would be the per- perfect person to, like, do this with for the first time because we were both, like, on the same page and both equally confused and way too young to be partaking, for, to say the least. Um, the time that I dyed my hair, um, what time? <laughs> there has been 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, all the way up to, like, 27 times that I've dyed my hair. Um, I have gone from brown to black to light brown to blonde to purple, back to black, then red and black, and then now my natural hair color. I just recently chopped off all my hair in hopes to make my hair 100% healthy and have virgin hair. Um, I'm doing such right now. I have 100% my full natural hair color for the first time in who knows how long it's been, but... I have dyed my hair. My favorite time that I've dyed my hair was probably my purple. I wish my face wasn't fat when I got my purple put in because it would have looked so bomb. It would have looked so good. I was obsessed with it. I only had it for like a year-ish, just about a year. And it was like so angsty, so edgy. People always asked me about it. People always complimented me. They were like, is this your real hair? And I'm like, hell yes, it is. Touch it. (laughs) Um... But no, really, um, my purple hair was definitely my favorite. I'm a little bored of my hair right now, even though I just got it cut like a couple weeks ago. I'm like bored. I want something new. Like, do I go shorter? No. That's that's the answer right there is no, because we all know the pictures of me looking like Lord Farquaad every single day. Literally, my family and family friends were calling me Lord Farquaad all of Thanksgiving. Didn't hurt my ego that much because I know I'm pretty. <laughs> um kind of not really going off the first time I dyed my hair, or the time out I dyed my hair, um, when I first got drunk, um, e, I don't, mm, I don't know, really, probably high school, again, like, all these are in high school, um, definitely at a party, definitely was drinking Smirnoff Ices, or Mike's Hearts, or whatnot, 100% hate drinking those, actually will avoid them at all costs, if I can, But it was definitely out of, like, a water bottle. Like, I definitely stole it from my parents and put it into a water bottle and, you know, took it to my friend's house or took it to a party, whatever we were doing. Um, But I do think the first, now that I'm talking, I think the first actual time that I got drunk was with three of my other friends. And we were in high school. And we, like, almost texted the guy that was bringing us alcohol, like, a plug. So we were texting him, like, like, we were paying him to drop off this bottle of alcohol. And, like, we're... 16 years old we have no idea like what's you know the proof for like what type it is like we don't care we were kids and we just wanted to get drunk like that's every almost every kid's fantasy like around that age they're like oh well my parents do it so why not I do it um well we ended up getting the water bottle from this guy and I remember we each like poured ourselves like a little shot of it and we each took it and I remember it tasted so so terrible and I remember all of us were thinking the same thing we were like it tastes like hand sanitizer it smells disgusting I'm gonna throw up if I take another sip so we texted the guy and he was saying oh he's like oh yeah no no no, that's Everclear don't worry about that like Everclear yeah don't even worry I we researched Everclear um that 
amount of proof in this alcohol. I actually, I am going to look it up as we speak um, because it like was so bad. Okay, so it's 190 proof. So it is 95% alcohol per volume, which is nuts. That That is even sold. Like that is dangerous. But anyhow, I remember like my friends still growing and developing. Like we are 16 years old. We take these shots and i remember me and my other friend took like another half one that is all i remember (laughs) um after that like i remember i had a breakdown and i fell asleep um i literally like do not remember it at all um so technically i would say that's like the first time i really like blacked out but i don't really like counting that but that is the first time i got really drunk and it was not fun. Next morning, I woke up not feeling great, regretted it immediately. But it was good that I was there with my friends and I could openly have a breakdown without any of them judging me. So I'm glad I was in a, a safe environment. But don't drink. I, I like not me trying to give advice. <laughs> not me trying to be like, don't drink Everclear. Like, do what you want to do. <laughs> I'm just telling you my experience. And obviously, I don't think anyone is 16 years old anymore listening to this. I would hope not. Um, so just do it at your own risk. I mean, um, the next one I have is like the time I embarrassed myself, which kind of goes off of one of the ones that I said earlier, but one time that I can really think of in particular where I embarrassed myself was sophomore year of college. I was at a bar with my friends, legally so, and, um, you know, we were, we were drinking. It was one dollar drinks on Wednesdays, so we were going ham. Why not? A dollar. That's a steal. And I remember I was like, I'm gonna have a dance battle with this guy on stage. I'm gonna have a dance battle with him in front of like this entire bar. <sighs> this like no, and the videos of this like still haunt me actually because they are so bad. If anyone knows me, they know I literally cannot dance for the life of me. So Imagine me solo riding up there off of a couple drinks, dancing next to this guy named Trigger P, skilled dancer who's showing me up, completely showing me up. I mean, A for effort for Lauren, though, but B so for real that I actually went up there and did that. And there were actually like people in the bar, too. Like there were people watching this. And that's what I think makes it funnier because I'm like, Lauren, what were you even thinking? Like, Obviously, it was fun. It was a good time. Like, it was something that I'll always remember. And my friends, you know, who were there will always remember it because it was super iconic. But it was very embarrassing um, afterwards. The anxiety the next day kind of um, really took me out because I was not happy with myself after that. Um, The time that I transferred schools. uh, Why am I taking so long to think about this? This was two years ago. Um, So, basically... I transferred into the University of Georgia two years ago. I am graduating in like a little over two weeks. Oh, it's super exciting. But um, when I transferred schools, it honestly, gosh, I'm just like so boring. Here's my thing. It honestly like was not as bad as I thought it would be. Um, I knew people here, so that really helped. Um, but like my friend Patrick, who didn't know anyone here, like obviously it was harder for him to like make friends and know where to live and all this stuff because he just like has no idea. Um, but transferring schools for me, I just remember I felt really accomplished when I got in. Um, transferring into the school is a lot easier than getting in during admission. That's all I'm going to say. 
Um, so I transferred in really no problem. A lot of my credits transferred. I made a really easy transition. I made a lot of friends. I met a lot of mutual friends who ended up becoming my really good friends. And I, I've been loving it ever since. I couldn't imagine myself at the other school. Like, I couldn't imagine if I went there for four years. I don't even want to know who I would be as a person. Um, but I am glad I got out of there on the first school. But I am sad that, you know, obviously I couldn't go to school with my best friends who I've been going to school with for two years. Like, that kind of sucked. And, like, having to readjust to a whole new lifestyle kind of sucked. Because um, the difference between the campuses at my old school and here are all the differences. Um, UGA's campus is huge, huge. So like having to get used to that obviously was difficult, but that was figured out in a week. Um, trying to think of something else. People are really nice here. Um, surprisingly, people in Statesboro were not very nice, um, especially out in the bar scene. They were not very friendly, but like people in Athens, like even people in my classes and like people out in the bar scene were all very nice. Um, so it really wasn't hard for me. Like, obviously, I've made some mistakes since I've been here. Like, obviously, like, talking to the wrong guys or, like, friend drama, whatnot. Like, that happens. But transferring schools, like, I don't know. It it really changed me because, like I said, I don't know where I would be if I went to where I went for four years total. Because I, I, I like, actually, like, I don't think my brain can actually imagine it, which is a little bit scary. <laughs> a little bit scary, but... It's not. I'm rambling. See, okay, here's my thing. I just want, like, a little, like, I just want you guys to listen to me for, like, two seconds. Well, not like you haven't for 38 minutes, 40, 45 seconds. Um, I feel like I'm bad at this. <laughs> my thing is, I feel like I'm bad at this for the sole purpose that I just ramble. And, like, people tell me, they're like, oh, it's entertaining. But, like, is it? Is it? Because... I just, like, sometimes will sit here, like, I'm sitting here staring at this, like, chip that's in my door. Like, an actual, like, chip in the wood. And I'm, like, contemplating my entire life right now. And thinking that, <laughs> thinking that I sound gross and that I'm just, like, not making sense and this isn't entertaining. But, and again, that's me overthinking. And, like, I tend to per perceive myself as, like, you know, I'm very hard on myself, like I've said in the past. So, like, if these don't go perfectly how I want them and, like, honestly, like, Here's my thing. I think I'm a funny person, but like when I'm doing this, it's incredibly hard to talk by yourself. <laughs> so I try to make jokes with myself, which you can tell by the laughing. Um, but I did want to say that because like sometimes I'm getting through these things and I'm feeling kind of like, well, that was stupid, Lauren. Like, what are you doing? And I don't know. I don't know if anyone else kind of feels that, but I just, I, I don't know. I'm too hard on myself on this stuff because like I've had so many people tell me like, Lauren, it's good. Lauren, it's good. Lauren, it's good. And I'm like, is it like are you lying because like if you're lying you can tell me the truth i won't be offended i'll just shut all this down and you will have no trace of it whatsoever um but kind of like one other one that i really wanted to talk about was the time when i lived in my friend's house for over a year um so again my sophomore year of college um i became really 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 close with my closest girlfriends right now um love them to pieces but I lived in their house for almost the entirety of the school year. I, you know, I became really close with them. I wanted to spend a ton of time with them. We were vibing. We were kicking it. We were watching movies. We were doing all the things. Um, and those are honestly where my best college memories were made was with that group, what we were doing. when We, were just, we would literally just be hanging out at the house watching a movie, and it could have been one of the best nights of my life. Um, because it was just like, 
I felt so at peace and like my group from school, like my friend group that I have made, like, cause obviously I made a friend group here at UGA and then I have a f- friend group at Georgia Southern. And I like realized I'm like, wow, like my time would have been so much more miserable at Georgia Southern if I didn't find this group, this like group of girls that like, I just kicked it so well with and who I appreciate. And I'm giving them all the love right now because they did let me leave, live in their house and eat their food for almost a year so i do appreciate you guys and um that's you know it's something like literally quite literally some of the best memories have been made in that house that we lived at um it's just like unreal and i feel like these are memories that i'm gonna kind of take with me my entire life and when you know i'm telling my grandkids about college and you know the time that i dressed up in a grinch suit and chased people around the neighborhood like that's that's a good time Uh, that's a good time But, like, kind of why I wanted to talk about, like, my first times and stuff is because although, like, some of these are, like, first events in my life that I've had or, like, situations that I've come upon, like, it's also, like, a first time for me doing this. Um, It's hard, and I'm working, and I'm trying to improve every day. I, you know, this is my little side, my little side work. I mean, I don't get paid for this, but I enjoy doing it, and... I'm glad people, you know, enjoy listening to it and, you know, this is just like, this isn't a first time for me because I did have a season one, but I scrapped that. But this is like my comeback and I'm like, I have to be super good and I feel like I'm not, but it's just, it's confusing. My head is a confusing place. I actually, I think, (laughs) I think someone said to me the other day, I know this is super off topic, topic, but like, they were like, I wish I could be in your head for 10 minutes. Like, no, you don't. (laughs) literally no you don't you it, you would not really you'd be super high stressed high functioning just like i don't know it's it's crazy and like times like this where my brain can move really fast and then my brain just kind of like slows down and now it's like i'm trying to find the words to say and i have so many of them it's just i don't really know how to express that and i, I here's my thing i'm a good talker i'm a good speaker i'm a good presenter like I'm good at what I do, but when it comes to, like, I don't know, more of, like, my peers and, like, those around me, like, listening to the stuff that I'm saying and kind of judging based on, like, how they know me as a person and what they hear on this, like, that, I think, stresses me out a lot, and I don't know, it's just, it's a first time for everything, and it's my first time running, like, a social media page that has more followers than my main account, like, I'm managing that, and I'm making content for that and doing all that, so... It's a lot of first times. It's a lot of first times. And I think that that truly like encompasses like all that I'm kind of focusing on right now because like I love to talk about the past. I don't like to reminisce in the past, which, you know, differentiate that how how you please because it's, I I don't know. I, here's my thing. I'm going to keep going if I don't stop it like now. (laughs) So I'm sorry if this wasn't super entertaining and sorry if I get a little sappy. Sometimes it needs to come out. And sometimes I just need to express myself however my body is trying to tell me to do so at the time being, or else I will start itching. Um, But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys learned a little bit more about me and my first times of learning and experiencing and living in the world. Um, It's freaky that I've lived like a quarter of my life now. And it's funny to kind of think back and like, put myself in that position of where I was when like all these things were happening um but thank you guys so much again for listening I really do appreciate it and I hope you guys have a great week um 
As for me, I am finishing up school. I got this full week and then two days and I'm done. Um, I'm really stressed this week. Um, Very stressed. So if I'm absent, that is why. But again, thank you guys so much for listening and have a fabulous week. Bye. Thank you.